Bible treasures. Topic two. Faith. Welcome to the Sound Doctrine Telecast. Praise God for all the corrective teaching that we receive through this series of talks. The last nine weeks we have been studying the subject of faith. Because we brought to you so much of corrective teaching on this subject, the title has been How Not to Believe. So far we have done nine lessons. Number one, do not generalize Bible promises. We must be careful in claiming the promises of Christ other than the redemptive promises in Christ. Certain promises are exclusively for the people of Israel. Some promises are exclusively for the Messiah. And number two, do not be over-occupied with material blessings. If for this life only we have faith in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. Lesson number three. Do not exceed your measure of faith. The common faith is the same for all the believers. But the gift of faith varies from individual to individuals. Lesson number four. Do not struggle alone to maintain faith. We need the help of other believers. And we need the help and support of the servants of God also. We need mutual encouragement to maintain our faith. Lesson number five. Do not hesitate to confess the facts. The Bible does not speak about negative confession. And the Bible does not speak about positive confession either. On the other hand, the Bible teaches true and honest confession. At the same time, we studied lesson number six like this. Do not be overridden by disappointing experiences. However, by faith we not only receive, we also release. We are called not only to believe on Christ, but also to suffer for Him. Lesson number seven. Do not isolate faith from other devotional exercises. Because faith always comes as a package. For example, it comes with love and hope. Faith is strengthened by a holy walk. It is strengthened by a prayerful life. It is strengthened further, it grows by systematic Bible meditation. Lesson number eight. Do not expect all questions to be answered. Our thoughts are not like God's thoughts. As much as the heavens are above the earth, so high are the thoughts of God above our thoughts. Mary did not understand whatever the angel told her. Nevertheless, she believed the word of God. 
Abraham obeyed God implicitly and he went out not knowing where he was going. Last week we studied lesson number 9. Do not depend on your goodness. We must not trust in ourselves. Trust and confidence should be always on the goodness and the greatness of God. Everything what we have is what we have received from God. Today we will move on to lesson number 10 and conclude this series. How not to believe. Do not forget God's works of the past. Do not forget God's works of the past. You know, one of the outstanding names of Jehovah God was told us by the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. Turn with us to Matthew's Gospel, 22nd chapter, verses 31 and 32. Concerning the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what was spoken to you by God, saying, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. What does it mean? God of Abraham, God of Isaac, He is not the God of the dead, but He is the God of the living. What does this actually mean? Now this explanation is given to us in book of Exodus, third chapter. Moses asked God to tell him what name he must pronounce when he goes to deliver people. You look at 13th words of Exodus, third chapter. What is his name? What shall I say to them? Then God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. The explanation is given in the very next verse. God said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever and this is my memorial to all generations. You know the name as well as memorial for generation after generation. In other words, this is what God tells Isaac. As I was with your father, I shall be with you and with your son. And this is what God tells Jacob. As I was with your grandfather and your father, so I shall be with you. In other words, the God of yesterday is the God of today. God of today will be the God of tomorrow also. In other words, ours is a God of history. He is the I was of yesterday. And he is the I am of today. 
and he is the I will be of tomorrow. Beloved, this is the common greeting with which the Lord Jesus Christ greeted the seven churches in the book of Revelation. Turn with us for an example to book of Revelation, second chapter. Now before he addresses the seven churches, see how he greets them in the first chapter. Look at the fourth words. John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. And look at the eight words. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is, who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. Beloved, we should always remember we are worshipping a God of history. Now this may look like a simple truth, but this is where we normally fail. Knowing this, Moses already forewarned the people. Look at the book of Deuteronomy 7th chapter. Read from verses 17 to 19. If you should say in your heart, these nations are greater than I, how can I dispose of them? You shall not be afraid of them, but you shall remember well what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and to all Egypt. You know, you have to remember well what God already did for you. When you are facing enemy and you think that enemy is too much for you, what I did in Egypt for you, I can do today for you against your enemy. Now Moses has already forewarned the people on this matter. But what happened? That we read in book of Psalm 78th chapter. We'll read verses 41 and 42. Again and again they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. Why did they limit the power of God? Not remember His power the day when He redeemed them from the enemy. Instead of saying, God can, God can, God can, you know what they said? They questioned, can God, can God, can God? The same psalm, look at the 19th words. They say, can God. And come to the 20th words. Why is they ask the question, can God, can God? Beloved, when you forget what God did for us in the past, you will not confess God can, rather you will question can God. Present before you some good examples for our own encouragement. What did God tell Joshua? I shall be with you as I was with Moses. So whenever Joshua faced an enemy, he remembered how God was with Moses in similar situation. In other words, Joshua always remembered that his God was the God of Moses. Come to prophet Elisha. 
Elijah was taken up. He takes the mantle. He goes to the water. And what does he say? Where is the God of Elijah? Elisha remembers the God of Elijah. He remembers God's work of the past. Think about David. Standing before that giant Goliath. What does he do? He remembers what God did for him in the wilderness. One day a lion came, took off a lamb from his herd. What did he do? Went after the lion, and he saved that lamb. He hit that lion. In other words, God saved David from the mouth of the lion. A similar thing happened with a bear also. And what does he say? Standing before Goliath, he said, My God who delivered me from the mouth of the lion and the mouth of the bear, he will deliver me today. He was remembering God's work of the past. We have got such examples in the lives of the apostles. Please turn with us to Second Corinthians first chapter. This actually happened when they were in their missionary journey in Asia. We'll read from the 8th verse. We don't want you to be ignorant, brothers, of our trouble which came to us in Asia. We were burdened beyond measure, above strength, that we despaired even of life. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead, who delivered us from so great a death, does deliver us, in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. He has delivered us. He does deliver us. He will deliver us. You know, there is a beautiful Tamil song says that God protected us. Now He is protecting us. He will protect us. That's why, beloved, we have Hebrews 11 in our Holy Bible. You know, we have to remember that the book of Hebrews and the 11th chapter is to tell us what God did in the past. Very interestingly, when you turn to book of Hebrews 11th chapter, in the list of the heroes of faith, you know who comes first? Turn with us to Hebrews 11th chapter. Fourth verse speaks about by faith Abel. And fifth verse, by faith Enoch. And when you come to the seventh verse, by faith Noah. And the eighth verse, by faith Abraham. Before all that, you know who comes? Look at the third verse. By faith we. Oh, beloved, we are the first in the list of the heroes of faith. How does it happen? All these heroes of faith, they have experienced the power of God in their generation from such wonderful works for our fathers. 
all written for us. And we are reading them and we are believing on that God who did such wonderful works for our fathers. Now, there may come a question. Does it mean we have to depend on our past victories? We should not depend on our past victories. We should depend on God who granted us those victories. What did David say before Goliath? He did not depend on the deliverance from the lion or from the bear. What did he depend on? He said, the Lord who delivered me from the lion and the bear will now deliver me. That's exactly the testimony of Apostle Paul just now we read for you. We don't trust in ourselves. We trust in God who delivers us. We trust in God who would deliver us. Now we want to give you a warning. We say that we should not forget the past. But does it mean that we can expect that God will repeat the same miracles for us? God may or may not. He is a sovereign God. That was the faith of those three Hebrew young men. Ananiah, Azariah and Marishaya. You know, what was their faith? Standing before the king, you know what they confessed? We have read what our God has done to our forefathers. We have read it from the book of God. We know that our God is able to deliver us. Even if he does not deliver us, we will not bow down before the image you king has set. We trust in the power of God. He may or may not release us or deliver us exactly the same way. Now, that is immaterial. We will continue to trust him. You know, sometimes we quote Job and we make a small mistake which we want to correct. We want to read to you the second words of Job 42nd chapter. I know that you can do everything. No purpose of yours can be withheld from you. I want to ask you a question. When did Job make this confession? Is it after his restoration or before his restoration? Is it after he restored all the blessings in his life or before he received any of them? It is only before he recovered and restored all these blessings, he made this confession. Oh God, you can do everything. That is the kind of faith that we should have. Our God is a God of history. He is the God of yesterday and He is the God of today and He will be the God of tomorrow. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. How not to believe? Do not forget God's works of the past. God bless you.